0: Hello and welcome to Starting Your Teaching Career. I'm C. Northington Purdy and today we will continue our series on the job interview for a teacher. Today we're going to talk about questions that are personal that you don't have to answer. Quite a few of them and I will give you resources so that you can look them up, but this should be an interesting episode. Stay tuned. Welcome back. In keeping with our series on job interview questions, these are the types of questions that are actually, according to the American Civil Liberties Union, illegal to ask. A person being interviewed cannot be asked about their race, their color, their national origin. For example, if your skin color is is maybe a, a light brown or something the person interviewing you can't say hey are you what are you biracial or what are you hispanic they can't ask that that has nothing to do with your qualifications for the job they cannot ask about your race your color or your national origin national origin in other words where are you from that's a hot one right now in in today's political climate but again It's not related to the job. So there's no reason for you to answer it. Um, Also, you cannot be asked about your religion. So if you, let's say you are wearing the hijab or you're wearing a burqa or something covering your hair and neck, if that is related to your religion, you do not have to share that with the interviewer. So if the interviewer asks you why are you wearing your turban? Why are you wearing that? You don't have to you don't have to justify yourself. You don't have to defend yourself and you do not have to declare your religion to that person unless you really really want to. Again, if you're interviewing to be a teacher, your religion has nothing to do with your public school employment. Race and religion off limits at the interview. You don't have to answer the next group of illegal questions relates to sex, gender identity, or sexual orientation. Your name might be one that could be any, any gender. You could be, I'm sorry, any sex, if that is so, but you are a non-binary person Technically, you do not have to respond to the question, are you male or female? You don't have to respond to that technically. I would, however, warn you that going into a uh, public school teaching position, there is some residual conservatism when it comes to people hiring people to teach children. Not saying that there's anything wrong with being non-binary, it's just new on the horizon of civil rights, and it's going to take time for people to get used to it. That being said, you don't have to respond if someone asks you, well, are you transgendered or what are you? You don't have to answer that. And you don't have to answer questions about LGBT status. That has nothing to do with teaching your subject. If you're interviewing to teach foreign languages or something you your sexual orientation has nothing to do with your ability to teach foreign languages or any other subject for that matter so you don't have to answer you can choose not to answer if you want to answer then that's up to you but don't feel obligated and the next set of questions Um, are even more personal than than those previously mentioned. If you have, let's say, a physical um, disability, for example, uh, if you are in a wheelchair or if you use some assistive technology, you do not have to explain what your disability is to those who are interviewing you. If they're interviewing you f- to be um, an educator then you are there to answer questions about your subject and your teaching and your creativity. Not about your disability. It's That's none of their business. The obligation is uh, immediately, sometimes I see that people want, they, they feel as though they have to apologize for um, the way that they are getting around or if it's different from the way other people do things but you don't the only situation under which I think I would mention it is if uh if you're suffering from Tourette's or something like that where you're blurting out things that are inappropriate but I don't I don't see that as being an issue for a person who would decide to be an educator. It's just not necessary. Also, they are not entitled to know anything about um any um psychological challenges that you might have or disabilities. That is between you and your psychiatrist. You do not have to tell them about that. That's your business. And if you're pregnant and you know it, clap your hands. If pregnancy is actually uh, a personal issue between two people, and sometimes just one person, but you don't have to share that with anyone either. And it would be very inappropriate for someone to look at you and say, hey, how many months are you or something like that? That's not, what does that have to do with the job? Unless, again, unless you're fine with it and you don't mind answering and, and you think that's great, fine. But your pregnancy status, or if you prefer to get pregnant, um, maybe later, or you've had children already, none of that matters. None of that is, has any bearing on the position and your qualifications, nor does your age nothing to do with it. You don't have to tell your age, your age does not have to be on your curriculum vita either. Some people put their their age on their resume, thinking that that might make them more qualified, but not in education. And you and don't feel obligated either. If somebody tries to badger you into saying, "Oh, come on, you look so young. How old are you?" No. If you have a bachelor's degree, you're qualified to teach. You know, you have the certification. Your age it does it's it has no bearing on it at all. Nor does your marital status. No matter who you're married to, that's your business. Whatever your name is, that's your name. And whether or not you are a parent has no bearing on whether you can teach. Being a parent doesn't make you automatically a teacher. So if somebody says, oh, you don't have any kids, well, you don't understand children, that's nonsense. Look at all the bad parents out there whose kids are in foster care. So, let, let, I mean, just as an example, obviously not all people in foster care have bad parents, but the thing is, it's not necessary and it's not important. Illegal questions. Illegal questions. There is a bank of them on the ACLU.org website. And you can go in there and click around and you can find a lot of them. But bear in mind, you don't need to answer questions that are personal, that have nothing to do with the job. In our next segment, we will talk about what to do when someone asks you those questions. Hmm. And we're back. Here's the big question. What do you do if somebody asks you one of these questions? What if I'm sitting there and there's a panel of people sitting there staring at me and someone fires a question at me saying, are you, do you have a green card or you do you, you have to be careful because sometimes answering an illegal question will disqualify you. You need to know your rights and now you do. So somebody asks you, Hey, do you plan to have kids? Or you, you know, you're married. First of all, they're asking that to see whether or not you're going to take maternity leave at their expense, which is nonsense. Anybody has a, has a right to have children if that's what they want to do. And I find disproportionately women are asked that, um, and men are not, and that's not fair either. So your, your response is, is there a professional reason that you'll need to know that? Is there a professional reason? Is that in, in, um, how is that related to the job or is, does that, uh, will my, will my, um, pregnancy or lack of pregnancy impact my teaching of English? <laughs> um, is that a good, or you can, another one. Is that a good question? Or I, I found this one. I, I use this one um, in non-job interview settings because it works so nicely. Look someone, whoever asked you the question in the eye and say, oh, wow, I don't understand the question. Could you rephrase that for me? Throw it back at them. Throw it back at them. Would you repeat the question? Some people are not self-aware enough to realize that they have, they've said something incorrect or they've asked an incorrect question. So sometimes if you just repeat it like a parrot, um, that helps too. It jolts them back into reality, realizing, oops, I shouldn't have said that. So let's say the person asks you, um, are you a Christian? Do you come from a Christian home? Do I come from a Christian home, you're asking me? Okay, so I'm throwing it back at them. Say you repeat the words and just make it into a question, and then pause. Uh, is there a reason? Again, if they if they persist, is there a reason that you need to know that? Is there a Bible study class or something at the school that you that you'd like me to advise? And what other reason would they need to know your religion? So, so here, those those are your, here are a few options actually. Okay. You can ask if there's a professional reason that they need to know that. They might need um, a club advisor or somebody who uh, coaches a sport or something. I don't know. But ask if there's a professional reason that they need that information in the job description. Um, In a nice way. Smile when you say that, though. Smile when you say that. Nobody wants to hire anyone that's angry. Smile when you say that. Is that a good question? That's... (laughs) Smile when you say that. And just, you know... (laughs) Smiles all around. There's no reason to be angry. Okay. Saying that you don't understand the question, that's fine too. Ask them, yeah, would you, could you explain more of what you mean? And again, repeating their words. Very, very useful. Um, so you're asking me how old I am. Are you asking my age? Throw it back at them. People who are interviewing Again, sometimes you get so into the interview you forget what you're saying and that will jolt them back to reality. You've got an arsenal of uses. I mean, uh responses. You've got an arsenal of responses to inappropriate questions at interviews. You don't have to answer inappropriate questions if you don't want to. Um you cannot. Now, this is I'm reading directly from the ACLU.org. You cannot be denied a job, promotion or raise based on your race, ethnicity, or national origin. You cannot be denied a job, promotion, or a raise based on your race, ethnicity, and national origin. The reading of that goes on and on with more specifics, okay? Further down, it says, the Constitution also prevents the government from subjecting you to worse treatment because of your race, ethnicity, or national origin in Any situation. All right? So you can't be treated worse than somebody else because of anything that is distinctive and and unique to you. All right? This is C. Northington Purdy, and I hope you have found this episode useful so that you can go into your interview fully prepared, knowing what and what not to say. Tune in for our, to our next episode, which will also be embracing another aspect of the interview. And feel free to rate us, give us a rating, and subscribe to our podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a message. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.